baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. What's the plural of moose? Moose is one of those words that's both singular and plural. Is it really? All right. We're going to talk about the, the, the moose specifically and moose in general. This moose specifically is one that walked through an automatic sliding door and into an Anchorage hospital this spring, apparently looking for lunch. It started to eat some office plants before the staff was able to corral it back outside, where, according to the Associated Press Mike, it laid down and took a nap. These weren't real plants either. These were fake plants, the plastic ones, right? No, these were real plants. Oh, were they real plants? Yes. Okay, all right. Well, good. I was concerned for a minute about this moose. Now, to learn more about moose in Alaska, now that I know how to be grammatically correct when using the word, I spoke with Lily Gerbelotz, the Director of Education for the Alaska Wildlife Conservation Center. We're a not-for-profit organization, and we're a wildlife sanctuary dedicated to preserving Alaska's wildlife through conservation, education, research, and quality animal care. A lot of the animals that live with us here are here because they were orphaned or injured. I'm Mike Rogers with one of our producers, Chris Blake, and this is Something Off Beats. You think of Alaska as being completely remote, all wilderness, but I mean, Anchorage is a pretty decent-sized city. Anchorage is a really good size city. We have in Anchorage probably most of the amenities that you have in cities in the lower 48. We've got Target and Walmart and uh, movie theaters. So it's not all that different from cities I've been in in the lower 48. A little more spread out. So is this common then? Because I know in cities here, the humans move in and we kind of push the animals out a little bit. But I've just got a, a moose walking down the street in Anchorage. I wouldn't say that it's common for a moose to walk into a hospital, no, but it's also not unheard of. We've had moose in other buildings this year. Uh, A moose walked into a movie theater down south earlier this year, Uh, but it's not like I'm double checking the entryway every time before I walk into a hospital for moose. Why? What are they looking for? It just seems odd to me that a moose would want to be indoors. Are they just curious? Are they exploring? Yeah, you know, I'm not sure it's so much that the moose wants to be indoors. I think it's just that there are so many moose in Anchorage and they're looking for food. And moose are usually going to take the path of least resistance to the resource they're looking for, so food. And if they're walking down a trail and lots of people walk in and out of the hospital so the ground is nice and easy to walk on, I think it's easy for them to just kind of accidentally end up going through a door that opens automatically in front of them. What sort of diseases could they possibly carry? I don't imagine a a hospital is a real good place for a moose to be. Sure, yeah, I I definitely wouldn't be taking moose into hospital for any good reason. They don't carry an awful lot that can be conveyed to people. There's definitely cases of some other cervid, other deer species having COVID-19, although I'd probably be more concerned about giving the moose COVID than the moose giving us COVID. And there are pretty rare cases of them having toxoplasmosis, but it's not very common. How many different species of moose are there? Is there just one? We have just the one species of moose, Alsis alsis. Alsis alsis. Okay. And how many of them are 
there in Alaska? I mean, is there, is there, have you taken a moose census recently? <laughs> Alaska, as I think you know, is a huge state. So for the whole state, that would be a little bit hard for me to say. There was very recently a survey done on Anchorage and they found there to be about 275 to 350 moose just in Anchorage. That's about four moose per square mile. That's in the city. In the city. We have a lot of parks, but still, yes. That's incredible. Are there other examples of animals, not just moose, but other wild animals, dangerous animals in Alaska, wandering into buildings, interacting with humans in a way that could put humans at risk? We have a bear living here with us who's found wandering through a strip mall in Juneau, Alaska. So it certainly wasn't an appropriate place for him. Given that he was so small and should have still been with his mom, he was given a permanent home here at AWCC. But I also have a coworker who lives in Girdwood, where I do, who had a bear walk into her mother-in-law house down beneath her house and take a bag of dog food a few years ago, left without a trace other than the trail of dog food crumbles. You know, Chris, I did a story once about a different type of animal that wandered inside a building in Alaska. Want to take a guess? This might be stereotypical, but I'm going to say a bear and go with maybe some sort of lodge or hotel. You're not even close. No. This was, this was a weasel that got inside a police station in the city of Homer, Alaska. And I remember they tried everything to evict him, and they finally had to set up a maze made out of old cardboard boxes to get him out the front door. A weasel and a police station would not have been anywhere near my two choices for Mad Libs on this one. It was a great day for criminals. They could get away with anything. Let's get back to the Anchorage Hospital moose. Are they aggressive normally to humans? I've heard that moose can be a very dangerous animal. Moose are statistically one of the most dangerous animals in Alaska, but aggressive is maybe a little harsh. They definitely are a fight or flight animal. So if you get yourself into their circle of concern, they're either going to flee away from you or they're going to stand their ground and potentially pick a fight with you. They're a lot bigger, I think, than a lot of people realize. The first, I saw one in the only time I've ever seen one in the wild, we were at Yellowstone and we pulled off and looked and it was like, Wow, that is a large animal. They're huge. I very rarely meet a moose that isn't six inches taller than me at the shoulders. At the shoulders. Mm -hmm. Mike, we hit you with some of these pretty much every episode now, but are you ready for some random facts about the moose? Lay it on me. Well, Lily mentioned that she hasn't met a moose that's less than six inches taller than her. And according to the National Park Service, the Alaska moose is the largest of its species, with adult males growing up to seven feet tall nine feet long, and weighing as much as 1,600 pounds. I, they are shockingly large animals. We saw one once at the side of the road in Yellowstone National Park. I promise you, you want to give these animals a very wide berth. What'd you do when you saw it? I'll tell you what we didn't do. We did not get out of the car and take selfies with him like those idiots you hear about who do that with buffaloes, right, and wind up in the hospital. Alaska is surrounded by wild spaces. So on the whole border, the inland border of Anchorage is Chugach State Park. So there's just massive amounts of space that the animals use and people use a lot of those same spaces, whether it's trails or parks. And I think growing up in an area like Alaska, you learn about moose safety as a kid. So if you move to Alaska as an adult, like I did, or you're coming to Alaska to visit, sometimes knowing how to appropriately interact with wildlife isn't as obvious. What is the appropriate way to interact with a moose? 
you called me out on my word choice there. Yeah, I think the appropriate way to interact with the moose is to not interact with the moose. If you're walking down a trail and you see a moose and the moose maybe sees you or doesn't see you, the best thing to do is walk back the way you came, maybe choose a different route and leave that moose to its browsing. Are these the same rules that apply to bears and wolves? Yeah, absolutely. You you definitely don't want to walk up and engage any wildlife. It's best to lead them to what they're doing. If you see a moose or a bear and it's not bothered by you, moving back the way you came is ideal. If you see a moose and you see any signs of that aggravation, whether it be their ears pinning back, them looking directly at you and seeing the whites of their eyes or the hackles, the hair on the back of their shoulder standing up straight, then it's a good idea to move out of the way more rapidly or identify where you can most quickly get out of the moose's way. We've talked about the threat that moose could pose to us, but we pose as big a threat to them, don't we? Sure. I mean, I think it's mutual. We live in the spaces where the animals live and the animals, of course, live in the spaces where we live. And uh, when you overlap as much as you do in a city, you're certainly going to uh, have some things that can be detrimental to the moose population. Such as? We talked about the plants. I mentioned the ornamental plants that they eat around our houses. We like to plant really pretty plants, right? And in Alaska, we have a pretty... Uh, very few trees that grow here naturally. And so one plant in particular is called a choke cherry tree and the name does it justice. And it tends to green up early and look like a really tasty treat for moose, but it can actually be poisonous to them. And so we do things like plant native trees. Instead, we can be a little helpful to those moose who are just looking for a meal. Have you seen any moose around your house? Oh, absolutely. I see moose fairly often on my way into work. I have to drive through or past a wetland and I oftentimes see moose foraging there. And sometimes I have to wait to leave because there will be a moose foraging in my yard. First time that happened, did it intimidate you a little bit? It did. It did a little bit. The first time it happened, I was outside and the moose was in my yard. So I had to just leave and come back later. That was a good call. I think I would have done exactly the same thing. Mike, now that you're an expert on moose safety after that experience, I think the next logical step would be to go to Alaska and put your skills into practice. Interestingly, that is the only one of the 50 states that I have not been to. So it's on the list. It is absolutely on the list. I'm Mike Rogers. Thanks for listening to Something Offbeat. This episode written and produced by Lauren Barry and Chris Blake. Audio editing and original music by Myron Kaplan. And editorial support from Cooper Mall. Now, to keep listening, please subscribe to us on the Odyssey app or Spotify, Apple, wherever you get your podcasts. And if you have your own offbeat story that you think we should cover, we'd love to hear about it. Send it to us at somethingoffbeat at odyssey. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y dot com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.